0: Welcome to the Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Ziggler Inspire Podcast. This is your host, Blake Lindsey, and I want to personally welcome you to Zig Ziggler's Inspire Podcast. As always, we are glad you joined us today. Have you ever considered how your relationships in your day-to-day life are so important? Of course, your significant other and your kids are probably people that you think about often. But what about coworkers, your boss, your acquaintances? All these different people in our lives can help make our lives more interesting, fulfilling, or just plain more frustrating. (laughs) Today, I is going to talk to us about the importance of relationships. What do you say we turn up the volume a little? I'll be right back.
1: I feel with beverages, the longer the prep, the better the taste. Being a bottled in bond product means it must pass a list of seven requirements that set the standard for this quality bourbon. So look for it at your local store. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely and drink wisely.
2: When we deal with people, can we get in a situation where we do not let those emotions control us and control how we feel. Now I've got to make a confession to you. Much of this message today in this series is aimed at myself because you see all of us need to be reminded. Let me remind you that everybody wants to be happy. They want to be healthy. They want to be at least reasonably prosperous. They want to be secure. They want to have friends. They want to have peace of mind. They want to have good family relationships and they want to have hope. Those are the things they want in life. Now, much of that is dependent upon your job or your profession. And much of that job or profession is dependent upon the relationships you have with other people. Other relationships with other people does make a big difference in your life. The job you have, getting that job, getting that promotion, keeping that job is determined many, many times by the relationships you have established not only at home but on the job. The reality is people hire you and keep you on the payroll because of your productivity but also because they like you. And so what can we do as individuals to make certain that that relationship is built and is solidly built? Let me start out by giving you uh, 10 of the commandments of human relations. They're not originals by any stretch of imagination. You'll recognize virtually all of them. You speak to people. Now, that's elementary, isn't it? That's very, very simple. You smile at people. It takes 72 muscles to frown, only 14 to smile. And a smile is the first thing you notice about others. You call people by name. You've heard it a thousand times. You're friendly and helpful to people. Number five, you need to be cordial. You speak and act as if everything you do is a genuine pleasure. Be genuinely interested in other people. Uh, You can like almost anybody if you really try. Be generous with your praise and very careful about any criticism you might have. Be considerate of the feelings of others. Be alert to give service. What counts most in life is what we do for others. And number 10, add to this a good sense of humor. Now, it's basic to say this, that the best thing to do behind a person's back is to pet it. And if you meet somebody with a chip on the shoulder, the best way to get it off is to let them take a bow. Very elementary. And yet it is enormously important. Now, we need to understand that people want to be right, they want to be appreciated, and they want to be understood. When I use the word appreciation, the Department of Labor says that 46% of all of the reasons that people quit, why would they quit a job? 46% of them said they quit the job because they did not feel appreciated where they were. Those 10 commandments will help solve some of that. Now, all of us want to be always right, but none of us can be right every time in everything that we do. But if we can, in dealing with people, let them know you understand how they feel, I appreciate the position that you have, then you have cushioned the answer to them when you have to say no to what they want. We need to understand as people that all of us are emotional, Everybody says, Well, I make logical decisions. In a pig's eye, you do. Now, sometimes, I mean, you deal with the facts, but when you really get right down to it, it's the heart that really influences most. How many of you remember when we passed the seatbelt law in Texas? Can I see your hands, please? You you remember how excited everybody got? How enthused they were, how motivated they were, how they called up the radio talk shows and said, Isn't it wonderful? We're going to have a seatbelt law. We can fasten it. We can save our lives. I mean, it had articles and letters to the editor. you remember all of that happening? You don't? How many of you remember all of the people that called in and said, you know, what is the government up to now? No telling what they'll be trying to tell us to next. I mean, it's a free country. If I want to fasten my seatbelt, I'll fasten my seatbelt. How many of you saw a lot of those letters and heard a lot of those calls? Okay. Let me give you some interesting data. I have flown approximately 4 million miles. Now, that means I've heard the flight attendant several thousand times say, fasten your seatbelts. Click, 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 click. All over the airplane, you can hear them clicking. In all of the years I've been doing this, not one time have I ever heard a single passenger say, I ain't going to do it. It's a free country. If I want to fasten my seatbelt, I'll do it. I just don't want to do it. I mean, what's the government going to be trying to tell us to do next? Not one time have I ever had anybody to say that. Now, let me give you a little interesting data. If you fasten your seatbelt in your automobile the odds are at least three times as great that it will help prevent serious injury and possibly even death. Now, let me tell you something, friend. You got that seatbelt fashion on that airplane and that sucker's 30,000 feet up in the air. And if it comes down, that seatbelt ain't going to do you one bit of good. Do you fasten your seatbelt, Ziegler? Not only do I fasten it for takeoff and landing, but in most cases I keep it fastened throughout the entire flight. Why? The odds are long against it doing me any good. But I want to play the odds all the way. Now, how many of you now fashion your seatbelts without even giving into the thought? It's as automatic as cranking the automobile. Isn't that true? Well, you know, I believe there are a lot of things that can become automatic, but we've got to discipline ourselves initially, but we are emotional. How many of you several years ago saw the uh, movie E.T.? How many of you saw that? Now, let me ask you a question. How many of you logical adult people listen to this uh, live recording here today? How many of you cried when that little dude kicked out? Can I see your hands, please? Now, here's an alien from outer space, not even a person, and it's on the screen. You know it's imagination, and that's you sat there crying like a baby, okay? Are we logical? No way. And the reason I stress that is when we understand that people don't act logically, they act emotionally, and the best way to get along with them is to understand them and try to get on their side of the fence. When we do that, it improves those relationships. We need to be more sensitive. We need to be more understanding. Now, it's one of the ironies of life that the least sensitive people on earth uh, never recognize the fact. Uh, They're obnoxious and on many occasions they'll defend themselves by saying, well, that's just the way I am. I mean, they defend themselves as if since that's the way they are, you ought to accept them as they are and let them go ahead and be boorish. I, I saw this little one-liner that I think says that a personnel manager to a young woman, sexist, don't be ridiculous. We employ plenty of dames. We see that, don't we? Now, what I'm really saying is we need to be sensitive to the way the other person feels. Now, we don't want to go overboard on that. We certainly don't want to get uh, let paranoia set in. I was reading about this uh, youngster who enrolled in the new school. I believe that he was in about the second grade and his mother, being a very sensitive lady, uh, started querying him about the makeup of the class. And, and finally she said, Well, now, son, are there any minorities there? And uh, he said, Yes, there is uh, one uh, a black person there, an Afro-American. And then the mother said, Well, now, do you play uh, with this uh, person of Afro-American descent? And uh, the youngster said, Why, absolutely not. And then his mother proceeded to give him a a lecture on racism and how you shouldn't be that way. And she concluded and said, now are you going to be more cooperative and play with this person? He said, no, ma'am. She said, well, why not? And he said, mom, she's a girl. Now, what I'm really saying is get information, get the facts, and then we can act in a better way. As you go
0: about your day today, thinking about those 10 commandments of human relations that Zig shared, implement a few of them in your day and see what a difference it might make in one of your relationships. It's a great day to be alive. Until next week, this is Blake Lindsay, encouraging you to live your life to the fullest.
2: Ziglar.